I fucked it. I, I already fucked yet. it. Oh, I think it started. Yes, it has started. It has started. Wow. No, that started. Yeah, it has, yeah. No, I did yeah, not. Well, now... Well, maybe, yeah. maybe we redo that. <laughs> that intro sounds better every time I hear it. Well, that's actually a new guitar. That's um the Gibson, so that's... that one. Excellent. So I think I might return that one earlier than the, let's, the previous one. Let's, let's do that again, shall we? Oh, I reckon just go over it. There's a bit of bloopers at the beginning, you know? Yeah, but I mean, now yeah, we've, now we've sat here and discussed yeah. about starting again. So now, this is like riveting yeah. podcast. I mean, all the fans are yeah, you know. You know, logging off now. So, yeah, probably, honestly. Like, we're probably one of the most unprofessional podcasts I've ever listened to. So, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Wouldn't well, I mean, surprise we're not, me. We're not exactly getting paid to do it. So, you know, who cares, well, right? Wait, you guys aren't getting paid? <laughs> not nearly enough. Oh, Way yeah, not nearly really enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, not yeah. not all of the stream like you, Zach, have those. Yeah. Oh, we're not, we're not big, big dicks like the streamers. Taylor's putting too much money into paying the viewers and not paying us. I think that's what's going on. Yeah. Well. Yeah. All, well good, uh... all right. Well, yeah, we'll, anyway. we'll we'll take that as the start of our show. Yeah, um, that was um that was amazing. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's probably going to go down as one of the greatest intros I think we've ever done. You know, I might, I might actually clip that and we'll have that as our permanent sort of intro music song. So obviously when the fans open up our podcast, they get a little bit of a repetition going. They they understand exactly who they're listening to when they hear that 30-second intro. That was fantastic. Well, it's actually oh, funny I, you say that because Peter Jackson contacted me actually to do the music for his movie. Um, Did he? And I turned it down. Oh, yeah. yeah, I turned it down. Ten percent royalties. Too. You sure Jeff Bezos didn't contact you? You know what, Dylan? That was actually probably one of the best jokes you've ever done, and I still didn't laugh. <laughs> that was actually really good, though. Like, I will give it to you. That was probably you probably got a chuckle <laughs> out of someone. Well, you got a chuckle out. <laughs> Apparently, God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, dear. I think we should go around with um. You know, I think we, we in this podcast, we've got a lot to discuss, clearly. Everyone's got a few things they want to say. And I reckon we should start it off with Dylan. Oh, yeah, as, as, you, as you do. Yeah. What have, what have you found for us today, Dylan? What, I, I know you've got a few things you wanted to, uh, wanted to go over. So, Well, well, well just, just before we throw it to Dylan and really uh, give the fans what they asked for, and <laughs> Dylan basically shoved in a corner and poked with a stick, yeah, I want to. I, I want to kind of structure this podcast for the first time ever, um, oh, and hopefully, okay. like, begin. We'll start off talking about gaming news, right? And then, we'll, and then we'll eventually move on to movie news. So this is like a bit of an insight to fans. This is like a special episode where we we show you really how we work our our magic. So um, yeah. of organizing a podcast. So hopefully, anyone listening and wants to do their own podcast, take notes. Honestly, this is riveting yeah, stuff right yeah professionals here yeah so dylan like zach said what 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 sort of have you got interesting gaming news that you found this week that you you'd like to share with the group well i've got something you you would be interested in as i hinted at before um teasing me all they, got, they got announced today um oh, okay which is uh the uh a witcher remake of the original <laughs> yeah, what the yeah. first the, uh, the first game they're going to remake the it? Like new engine yeah, in Unreal Engine oh, Five. Fuck yeah! 
That's excellent. Yeah. Well, well, obviously, because that 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 was the game they made, and then they sort of learnt all their mistakes, and then Witcher two, yeah, Witcher they, three was where they really picked they up. built up from it. Like two and three, pretty similar. Like two was still slightly clunky, but the first one, charming as it was, played like ass. <laughs> like yeah, it, it's a hundred percent different from the other games. That's awesome. Is it like in development or is it like fresh? They've only just announced that they're doing something like, about it. They've literally just announced it today, the 27th of October. Oh, so we're going to have to wait. Yeah. Damn. Well, I know that the... Well, it is in early stages, so they have apparently started it, though. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, well, I know, I know the... Um... The, the new sort of update for The Witcher 3 is very close at hand. So I know they're going to do it for, um, yeah, The Witcher 3. So apparently that's all around the corner, a new sort of upgraded graphical sort of event there, which would be fucking awesome. Having The Witcher 3 at like 4K, 60 frames. Yeah, yeah a for lot of the new, um, new consoles. Well, yeah, yeah. I was going to say yeah. that a lot of the uh, what's it called, the Unreal Engine Five shit that's coming out lately, looks so much like real life. Half the time, I believe that the videos are fake. It's, it's uh, insane, pretty hard. Right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it literally looks like you're watching real life go by. So, okay, you there guys, is actually it's an exciting time to be a gamer. That's for sure. There oh, is actually sure. a trailer for the remake, and it actually shows like some of the th- terrain. And yeah. goddamn, yeah. it looks beautiful. Oh, far out. That'd be mad. Like, well, that, really well, that's, like... that's what they're doing for the new game. Like the new Witcher, they're, 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 they're doing it on Unreal Engine. They're not going to make their own anymore because there's no point. There's like trying to make their engine work and create yeah, just, an engine. It'd just be yeah. harder in the long run. Yeah. Which is good because, yeah, like Zach said, it looks amazing. It looks... Did you, did you guys ever play the Matrix experience like that? No. What? No. Well, they they released like a Matrix experience, like an Unreal Engine. So that was like a, um, it was kind of like a little advert for the movie that was coming out, and oh, someone yeah. had recreated the Matrix world in an Unreal sandbox engine, and then you were thrown in, and you can fly a drone around this city, and it was like Unreal, sort of like graphics, and it was phenomenal. Like it was just flying around this fully sort of working city with like people walking around cars and like you could drive a car and it was like you'd crash it and the the damage effects were like amazing for for something that was just like a free download for the playstation or you know whatever Mm. it came on it it was phenomenal like it was like yeah just testing there's a there's a lot of there's a guy on uh tiktok and all he's dedicated to is literally grabbing cars. I don't know what it's in. It looks like some development thing, and he just drives them off cliffs and records <laughs> them being absolutely crumbled. And that's his entire TikTok page. It is yeah, very satisfying a, watching it, but it's a voxel. Uh, I think it's like a voxel-based game. Like, yeah, I have no idea what it is, but it it is pretty cool. No, well, it sounds like I'm in the wrong business. So. Yeah. Oh well, that's yeah, that's that's great news. That's great news, uh, Dylan. That's that's brought a smile yeah. to my face. And speaking and of, yeah, a lot of people are very happy with it because it's honestly a lot of the remakes nowadays aren't needed and are fucked in the end, like the end result. Yeah. So 
having a remake for a game that's so beloved, like a yeah. franchise. Well, it's it, like, it's 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 nice to experience though, uh, like a game like that again, or you know, like a lot of the yeah, the games these days take so long to make because of the shit they got to do and all that sort of stuff. But like getting remade versions of old games is a brilliant idea. I still don't know why we haven't seen like um, Lord of the Rings Two Towers or Return of the King PlayStation 2 remake of those games. Well, I mean, we're still waiting for Conquest, so. Yeah, they are They are in the development of doing Conquest, which is pretty exciting. That's when you see. Yeah, but officially, like, I mean, someone doing it officially to actually put on a market f- for you to buy. Not, yeah, not that's true. Like, I, as much as it's appreciated that there are fans out there that can do the job really well. Someone like yeah. me doesn't know how to get that sort of stuff. I panic a little bit. Well, yeah, yeah sure. Talks of gaming news. We we did talk about it last week, which was the return to Minds of Moria, which is the yeah new... that is going to be sick. I'm right, really so I'll, on that. I'll read you the synopsis, which is on their page. So okay. the story of the Lord of the Rings: Return to Moria takes players beyond the books and into the Fourth Age of Middle Earth. The fantastical world created by Tolkien, summoned to the Misty Mountains by Lord Gimli Lockbearer. Players take control of a company of dwarves tasked to reclaim the lost spoils from the dwarven homeland of Moria. In the depths below. Yeah. So their quest will require fortitude, delving deep into the mines of Moria to recover treasures. Players will join forces to survive, craft, build, and explore the iconic sprawling mines. Courageous expeditioners will have to be vigilant um, as mysterious dangers await. Yeah, fuck. Well, the one thing I'm sick... Uh, well, sorry, not sick. Uh, the one thing I think is going to be sick is... I think you said it in the last pod where you touched on it. The fact that when you're doing anything such as mining, crafting, or anything in this game is that you actually have to hide your sound effects from the orcs and goblins within the Moria, like the Mines of Moria. That yep. would be really, really cool. Oh, 100%. That's one thing. One of the, that's one thing I'm really keen on. Well, yeah, they, they uh, in one of their sort of um, uh, sort of media things they put out there, they said uh, to survive uh, the treacherous mines, Moria's players must conserve uh, resources, hunt and gather for food and manage their sleep, temperature and noise levels using... Uh, like utilizing dynamic light systems for safety and to blaze a path further into the darkness. So it must be like when you dig deeper, you have to like obviously light the way. Like you'd have to sort of, I don't know, keep things. Yeah, it, it, it seems like, well, I'm um, sorry, it seems like Minecraft had sex with like, uh, what's that? Um, Deep Rock Galactic. That That's kind of what it reminds me of. It's like Deep Rock Galactic meets Minecraft in a Lord of the Rings style setting. So uh, it, it Dylan, sounds like you're it's uh, pretty good. breathing quite heavily into the microphone there. Am I? It's because yeah. he's very, very excited for uh, oh yeah, what's, what's about to come in, in this game. But yeah, no, it, it yeah. seems like it's going to be like I think there hasn't been a very good Lord of the Rings game in a very, very long time. Like, what? When was the last? Like, I guess people will say Shadows of Mordor or whatever, but I, I don't know. It wasn't amazing. It was good. I didn't really like when I played it. I didn't get hooked, but. There hasn't been like a really good Lord of the Rings game since like probably War in the North. Like War in the North was good, 
in my opinion. Which we will hopefully be streaming on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, maybe. We'll, yeah, we'll see. Hundred percent. It, it'll be good to stream it. Um, I downloaded it the other day. Thanks, Dylan, for sending me the link of um, where to actually buy it. Um, it. It surprisingly holds up. Like, I mean, the graphics yeah. were actually decent. The gameplay, I was like, holy crap. I just tried like, it. As a kid, when I was playing it as a kid, I'm like, I don't remember it being this gory, but I mean, you were yeah. cutting orcs <laughs> limbs off. I was like, this yeah. is yeah, I, I've, uh, I've finished that game so many times when I was younger. I played it so much. I haven't finished yet. Well, and well, Zach's even that. got my limited edition uh, statue from it as well. I oh, do really? have a limited edition statue yeah. on my shelf, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Dylan. Thanks, yeah. Thanks Dylan. It's a big, it's a bit <laughs> floppy now, but no. Are you talking about the statue, Dylan, or it's been yeah. a mason job a bit too long, as I'm saying. Yeah, no, no, it looks good. Looks good, mate. Well, it's even going, the story, the story seems so good. The interactions between different characters in, like, when you start off in Bree, and you're just talking <laughs> to people, and it was like the conversations you were having with these people were just so. I was like, this is better than the Rings of Power. The way they're writing here <laughs> it just makes sense and actually feels better than like, I have a tempest in me. Yeah, no, it's. I think. I think. Uh, well, speaking of Lord of the Rings games, I was going to say that I think this will be the best game since that. There is wow. one other contender in the mix, which there's not a lot on it. But it has been Lol. pretty much leaked. Is that Weta Workshops is in the making of a Lord of the Rings game? Yeah. Now, yeah, if Weta that, Workshops yeah, is getting into that, eh, then that's going to be like that's going to be insane. If Weta's really getting into like, yeah, be interesting what they the, have the to gaming. come out with. But a few more uh, things about uh, the the Mines of Moria. Um, so it's procedurally generated, which is yep. interesting. Um, makes it all the more exciting um yep it's co-op yeah i think uh, it's up to like four people isn't it no i think it's five no it's up to eight players Ooh. oh wow okay eight that's a lot of dwarves oh it's a pretty big company isn't it well yeah. let's just say gimli fucks so it's at least four normal people <laughs> mate gimli gets all the dwarf pussy that's all i'm saying oh yeah well there are i think you can create a female dwarf in this i think they better so, have beards. Well, as long as it looks like I'm sure you'll be able Rings to of do Power, it. I'm satisfied. As long as it does look like Deesa. Yeah, because she's the most lore accurate dwarf, clearly. Who Princess Deesa? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. African American dwarves, that's what you need. Yeah. It's it's the most it's what Tolkien would have wanted. Yeah. I speaking of what Tolkien would have wanted, sorry to defer here, but while it's on my mind, I actually saw a TikTok recently of uh, of someone that was going off at people that don't like Rings of Power. And mm. they said they had the audacity to say in this that uh, if Tolkien was alive, that that they think that uh, he would have been, he would have wanted what's happening with all the uh, ch- the well needed changes in, in Rings of Power. Oh yeah, well they can get fucked. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. There's, interesting. There's there's a fine line between um, a good story and social political justice. Yeah, um, for sure. And uh, for anyone listening, that's clearly a joke. Uh, settle down. Um, yes. Right. So you can also you can craft dwarven tools. Uh, yep. So you can uh, loot legendary dwarven armor, tools, weapons. 
structures. So obviously you can build your own forges and you upgrade yep. it over time. So it might be like, you remember that game that we played for like 10 minutes still in V Rising? Oh yeah, V Rising. <laughs> yeah, how good, how excellent that was for 15 minutes. So I think it might be yeah. something like that where you uh, continuously upgrade and things like that. Um, apparently there's magical artifacts that you can find along the way, um, including, this is this is a new one. They The way they say this actually makes it sound like they made this up. Uh, I'm going to read it as if they're presenting it to the world for the first time. Uncover magical artifacts. Discover ancient magic items, including swords that glow when orcs are near. Oh, oh! Maybe it's mithril, the stuff so they make trees out of. Maybe there's a lot of elvish weapons hidden in mine. Maybe it's Moria. maybe it's mithril joined with Coca-Cola, and created to make an alloy. Like, yeah, alloy <laughs> um, that only Sauron knew how to make, apparently. Um, yep. And then, yeah. So, what you don't know is it's actually sponsored by Pepsi, and they call it a Pepsi. Or it's supported by it. <laughs> It's got Kit Kat, right? So Kit Kat yeah. sponsored the video. And when the yeah. dwarves have a Kit Kat, you have to make sure you're in a louder sort of, because if you break Kit Kat in half, it um, echoes. Yeah. It echoes down and you might wake up. That's actually what they call the drums of the deep is when all the uh, dwarves are cracking the Kit Kats. Throw but, yourself um, in next time and rid us of your Kit Kat. Yeah, so and then the, the barrel uh, comes out of the wall that... with, with a ball of Kool Aid. Yeah. No, I believe I believe <laughs> when yeah. I believe when Pippin first did that, Gandalf said, "I have a dream." Yes, yes, that's exactly. Um, what he did. No, wait, I'll I had it, I have a on. dream. No, it's uh, you actually did it wrong. Let me correct it. I, I have a dream, dream that one day, nay, we could all, all, all not throw stones down a hole in the middle of a mine. That's what I believe Gandalf said. In the middle well, of that. no, no. In, in fact, because Gandalf actually went, I have no words for this. And then um, uh, Boromir piped up and went, um, uh, Pippin, I am your father. And it yes. was it was a fantastic scene because Pippin went, no! And then threw himself into the hole. Into the hole. Which, the yeah, we didn't see. For, I don't know why Peter Jackson yeah. cut that out. That was a really good part of the book. Uh, yes, especially when he fell past but, Gandalf. Well, what what that was actually, there was a... It was a blank spot in the book there, you see. And mm. what Peter Jackson was doing was just filling that gap. And we that that's essentially what he was doing. And I don't think they included it in the film, but that would have been a nice gap yeah, to cover. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't did, go on about sorry, you can Because if you if you read the books closely, Peter um not Peter Jackson <laughs> Tolkien, he put a full stop after a sentence, and then there was like a space between that and then the next mm. starting sentence and right there was what they were trying to fill in fill in that gap yeah i feel like someone needs to make a um there's a part in the book as well where there's um the easterlings have a tribe uh they're full of wow uh, women warriors and apparently they were like fighting off the hobbits because the hobbits were like massive into the slave trade and i just wish that someone made a show showing that the easterlings were just like really good people like you know, they just they fought slavery in Middle Earth, and that's that that only stopped in the Second Age, just before Gandalf. Yeah, um, they're just misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what the Halfwits actually were. Amazon didn't touch on it yet, but I reckon the second season might. Well, go technically, the slave trade technically, and I know, I know, we're joking around here, but technically, the Easterlings and the Haradrim were actually misunderstood because it was when Sauron, when he arrived on a Harley Davidson one day, 
he basically um, converted them to his side of the world. And he, he basically handed out um, <laughs> free copies of um, the Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring mm. to them to get them on his side. And that that's just how that worked. And then he, yeah, he, nice. he scattered away in his Harley Davidson. They went, oh, yeah. That's... Was that before or after he punched um, Deathwing in the face? I think it was before. Think, well, was, yeah, that was, that was I one. I think you that... see, there's different, there's different versions of the story because Tolkien would have written that three different times. So which one are you mm, saying he wrote? Yeah, which gives you every single fucking right to write your own version, apparently. So, um, because if you don't like any three versions that Tolkien writes, that means that none of them are lore accurate and you get to make your own up and call it a day. That's just, that's just how I, in, that's how I look at that personally. So, yeah. um, yeah, but that was just after, um, um, what's his face? Uh, Morgoth, the, you know, when Morgoth was around that, that was just after when he drank the elixir became so large that he actually punched Deathwing in the face. It was it was actually a really touching part of the book. Yeah, was I think that, it actually had a yeah. crossover in World of Warcraft on, too. No, and then on Golin done a dab. Mm. Was that the was that the um, adaptation in nineteen eighty five? Honey, I shrunk Sauron. Yeah, and it, <laughs> it wasn't actually Morgoth growing; it was Sauron shrinking. Yeah, 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 yeah that is, that's actually that's completely it. Apparently, no, um, it was actually weekend at uh, Morgoths. Yeah, okay. Is that after 50 Shades of Orcs? Because, uh, I don't know, apparently there's a lot of different fucking versions of Lord of the Rings and Amazon can't figure out which one they're doing. It was was the sequel to Gothmog's Got a Day Off. Oh, um, yes. Where he drives that Ferrari and he reverses it back and, like, kills his own father, Adar's uh, Ferrari, into the thing. He, like, laughs at the end of it. Is that before or after him and Egg Filion, like, had a punch on and both died? I thought they like, had a punch on out the back of the Green Dragon in because I think Sam had slept with uh, Gothmog's girlfriend and then told that him that it was actually Ogfellion, so they decided to get it on. That was actually a pretty good scene in the book. But anyway, yeah, um, clearly Amazon picked one of those books because yeah, it's um, it was I, that. I think um, it was weaker at Morgoth. <laughs> <What>? Super. So, so... <laughs> So what happened was uh, they've actually come out and they've announced that they picked up the wrong book. What they they thought they bought the rights to the Lord of the Rings, <laughs> but in fact they bought the rights to Board of the Rings. Um, oh, which was I thought a, it was Horror of the Rings. No, oh, yeah. well, that's that, a different, actually that's the whole Ring of the Pounds is based yeah. off a board game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I actually do. I actually heard that Tolkien stole the story. It's not actually his story. Yeah, it was actually uh, Mark Zuckerberg's in the first place. He actually went back no, in time, um, read it. No, that's that's not what I heard. I actually heard that it was um, what's it called? Gandhi is that his name? I think Gandhi actually wrote it. And um, no, it was actually yeah, Xi Jinping. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was actually just a collaborative fucking event of the whole world, and Tolkien decided to steal it for his yeah. own. Amazon. Maybe it was just Fun Zoo while we're at it. Yeah, well, I actually heard another really cool thing that apparently Chris Tolkien's actually only defensive over his father's book because it's his father, not because of any other reason. That's just what I heard on TikTok. It's only because it's his father, and if it wasn't his father, he wouldn't care. 
Yeah, well, that's just what I mean. The other thing is, is, guys, you must remember Christopher Tolkien only hated the Lord of the Rings Peter Jackson trilogy, but he hasn't said anything about Rings of Power. That's so true. I didn't actually think (laughs) about that. Well, I mean, you can't. I didn't think so. Don't don't start talking. Not only that, Christopher Tolkien said he would never watch Lord of the Rings, but he never said he would never watch Rings of Power. So I wonder if he's going to come out with a review. Uh, Maybe. Maybe very soon. Get big slammed. Anyway, we must we must move on. Uh, so, um, yeah. yes. So it's basically a comprehensive. Sorry for our uh, ten minutes of shit talking. By the way, back to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I mean, we can we we can edit that out because I don't think any yeah. fans would have uh, enjoyed that at all. But yeah, that's that's basically the uh, the Mons Moria game. That's <laughs> yeah, honestly just just yeah. cut me out in general. Just look, it saves everyone. Don't have Dylan tomorrow. recording. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna have to. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, oh wait, Dylan. Dylan was talking. I've been serving you to this whole time. <laughs> just been dubbing over <laughs> Dylan for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah have no, you guys uh, yeah, heard? Um, yeah. Have you guys heard of the yeah. new study that's come out? I just want to see so, if you guys are offended oh. by this at all. New study. Shit. New study. Um, claims that people who strongly identify as gamers are more prone to racism and sexism. Honestly, uh, from first-hand experience, that's 100% true. 100% true. What do you think about that, Dylan? What are you going to say? Like, Uh, have you played Counter-Strike or League of Legends? I have, and yes. This is the funny thing, right? Because I I, I read the whole times I've been called racial slurs that I am not. Well, you know, Zach, I actually start yeah, to question... Do you know how many times you've called people racial slurs that you are? <laughs> I, I, I start to question if you're my well, actual brother, because when I was playing COD, you know how many people slept with my mum? <laughs> so, apparently. Apparently. Um, yeah. Right, yeah, so it was, well, it was funny. I actually remember I read... my Call of Duty gamer tag. My, well, sorry, my, my Call of Duty gamer tag real quick for anyone out there that's still got an Xbox 360 and wants to add me. I thought I wrote in Sloppy Poo. Because I thought I was funny. But apparently I couldn't spell. Um, and I wrote Sloopy Poo. Do you know how much shit I got every time I joined a fucking game? And some guy, 24-year-old, always from New Zealand, bloke, oh, hey, Sloopy Poo. And I'd be like, it's not Sloopy Poo, it's Sloppy. And then everyone would shit on me. Because I'm a 12-year-old. You can't was it Sloopy? Sloppy. Oh, like, that dear. is still, it was Sloopy. It was S-L-O-O-P-Y Poo. That was my game attack for a very long Why time. is that still not your game attack? It is. That's actually... I'm bringing it back. Yeah. Uh, on Twitch. Your Steam, your, your league. Um, and we will be streaming. We... Yeah, no, I was going to say, we, will, we I've, I've actually been thinking, guys, we need to get together. I'm going to start the Patreon for our, uh, our, our podcast here. And I want all the viewers to pledge. And we're going to actually develop our own game called The Rings of Power. Well, so, well, and it's going to be Lord of the Rings Conquest, but set with Rings of Power Universe. Jeez. I, I think a lot of people would want that. that. I can't yeah. wait for Galadriel to yeah. just kick yeah. everyone's well, ass. no, Galadriel bitch the, the whole final. time. No, she'll be the final unlockable. <laughs> You've got to pay $150,000 to play as, because she will be unbeatable. Oh, yeah, true. you got you to beat her to actually and unlock her. actually a plot twist ending where she sleeps with Sauron. So... That's going to be interesting. I wouldn't actually be surprised if that's in season two. 
There's no way, Dylan. There's yeah, no I'm. Way. I'm. Like, I'm actually expecting a romance between Sauron and Gladriel here. Like, I don't know no, if you saw the be. scene where Gladriel and Sauron like met. It was pretty sensual. They touch tips. I don't care. I, I they they can't. They did touch tips. It, it, it cannot happen. Because actually, you know I what? Don't know fuck about it. You, oh, fuck it. I would if they like do, if they do, up. then all the people I've argued with on Twitter will have to apologize to me because I still can't believe that there are people on Twitter saying that this the show is a hundred percent Tolkien and is Tolkien to the core. Like I'll admit, there are elements that are Tolkien. I was and 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 those those parts yeah, are genuinely are. good, but on a bottom line, it's it's really not. I'm I'm it's, just it's hoping not. they're going to follow the context and kill Sauron. Yeah, in Numenor. Well, they don't they don't kill Sauron in Numenor. They kill Anatar. Yes, yeah. sort of. Well, no, they ki- they kill his physical body. Form. No, they don't, Dylan. They kill one of his forms, which is known as Anatar. And he loses that fair form, and then he goes back to Mordor, and then he takes on his form where he's in that fucking really cool armor, which for some reason he was in before. I want the prequel part of the the, the the show. I want a part where Huron, the human warrior, is part of this somehow. Uh, Huron won't be in it at all. He's in the uh, first age, which means they can't uh, they can't do it. Yeah, I know, but the, the I mean, time, time periods don't fucking matter in Rings of Power. No. <laughs> I want Huron to somehow appear, and I want him to be bigger than every Numenorian in the show. Yeah, okay. They can do that, but as long as it's like one of those uh, comedy sketch shows kind of entrances where they're like, I wonder who that could be, and then it's Huron, and you hear the audience clap. I, I just want to know have the yeah, half. Yeah, no, no. But he's like he's like lent up. He's like he's lent up against a pole with his his face away, and Gladriel accidentally bumps into him, and she goes, "Oh, sorry, <laughs> sir." And he turns around, and the whole class like, "Whoa!" And he like stops for a second, and like kind of looks like he's he he can hear the applause, but he doesn't want to let the like the viewers know he can hear it. But he's like kind of stopping, like "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Calm it down, calm it down, and then they get into it, full yeah, Disney and- style. And then, and then, and then, and then, Gladius and then says, I want him at the end of it to be like, "You are watching Rings of Power," and he holds up a wand and does like a little ring. And like, oh, he, he does the Disney be, symbol she, in the bottom corner. She'd say, "Hugh, yeah. please put, please put Mjolnir away because you're in the wrong universe." Yes, and then that's when he holds it up and goes, "I have the power of Grayskull," and with Thor's hammer, yeah. and I reckon that would be really good. Yeah. And then a green lo- yeah, no, leopard like, comes out of nowhere. They need to employ us. They need to employ us to write Rings of Power. 100%. 100%. I actually think Rihanna also, sh- should have played Gladriel. Yeah. I, I, I want to... Because do we, we get comments on the podcast, yeah? Oh, millions. 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 And it, it takes me hours. I want people to... I want people to... Yeah. Okay. I was just going to suggest something, but you go first since you're one of the thanks for the people who you want to thank your mom, your dad, all the people who watched it. Everyone who commented. It's I've been like I've been away for work currently, uh, or recently, sorry. And you know uh, I was homesick and I sat in bed all night just reading the comments from the fans on how much they've been loving the podcast and it means a lot. So I just wanted to say thanks real quick. 
so you can it, it made you so moved you forgot your girlfriend <laughs> you yeah. haven't even said hi to her yeah. <laughs> and then i woke up but um it was a good dream it was a good dream but so yeah anyway I, I was gonna I was going to suggest if they read into the comments if what they would like us to stream. Like, I was suggesting, like, uh, there's War in the North that we want to stream. There's yep. Lord of the Rings Online. And uh, there's also uh, Lord of the Rings Battle, battle for the Battle for Middle, of, for Middle Earth. Yep. And I might try and see if I can get Conquest running on PC. Yeah, we could do that. There's also like we can do anything really. We could do, uh, we could do multiplayer Skyrim, multiplayer Elden Ring. We could do fucking yeah. There's a lot of games out there that we can try. We can do Minecraft. We we are in the presence of an Elden uh, Elden Lord after all. That is true. Taylor is an official Elden Lord. That is that is true. You know, there are times where I'm just like, I wish, I wish I recorded that moment of me finally defeating. The uh, the Elden Beast because um, I I reckon I spent it would have been a good twelve hours on that motherfucker, and uh, it's still to yeah. this point your greatest accomplishment. It, <laughs> honest, no game has ever challenged me ever since then. Well, yeah, honestly, like, if me and you were in the same room, I've still got the better accomplishment. Yeah, true. You are, Fortified so forklift. Ah, Fortified. Just, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I said it wrong. Fortified Circliff Driver. Sorry, sorry. Dylan, fortified. Dylan, you, you can't say that live fortified? on air. Dylan, you can't say you can't say that live on air. We like what? That's a royalty that fans need to pay for if they want to hear. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. We can't just yeah. throw it out there and let everyone know. They might dox me as well. I was I was thinking when we go to Comic Con, we have our own little like stand and everything. Dylan should actually have a lanyard around his neck with just his um, like you know how Logan Paul came out to the fight and he had the uh, Pokemon card with the bedazzled like PSA card and then like a full out diamond chain. I think Dylan needs to get his forklift license PSA graded. Hopefully, it comes back as a PSA ten. Then we can bedazzle oh, yeah, oh, yeah. and he wears it as a, like a necklace around him when we go to Comic Con. Yeah, but you know what'd be even like better? Like I just take a forklift. Piece of paper. What? Yeah, like, like, I, I just the take a forklift, and then Dylan can do like a. Yeah, Dylan can come in riding the forklift into the pod. Yeah. That'd be really good. I think fans would really like that. Is there some sort of? Delay I just don't know how you're gonna fit all the girls. I yeah, I don't know. Well, I think we all just talked and it stopped. There's probably there's a huge probably a delay. delay. But I, yeah, I do think huge. that Dylan will struggle to get all the women on the forklift on the way home. But oh, yeah. you know, if you bring a big enough forklift, you might be fine. So, but Just to let you know, but if yeah, you bring a van, a I can move that. Yes, Dylan is really, really good at picking up vans with a forklift. Even when you don't want him to, he'll still pick your van up. Yeah. I actually think Taylor should tell this story. Like, I know it's unrelated to the nerdy shit, but I think some people who watch this, you know, would just find it really funny. They kind of want to get to know us a little bit. I think Taylor should tell the story of of the time that Dylan at work lifted a van with a forklift accidentally and then came in. Oh man! You could probably tell better than I I could. And I was the one who done it. <laughs> yeah, but it was funny from my perspective because I was sitting in the office and I was. Uh typing up a quote and i just remember i was like trying to get this shit sort of sorted and then um 
Dylan comes in the office and I just see him sweating. He's like, oh, 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 um, oh, oh, I, I, I kind of fucked up. Do you do you know who that white van, the, the, the guy in the white van is? I was like, what? What? And he's like, oh, yeah, like uh, I was trying to un- off- like offload a, f- a pallet in the back of his truck, but, you know, I, I was picking it up and, and it wouldn't pick up. And then I realized my, my, t- my tines were actually underneath his car. And I was no, it wasn't underneath. His car. No, I, I, had, I had the whole like thing in the back of his car and I was lifting it up with the fucking top of the forklift. <laughs> so I'm, li- I'm lifting it up from the inside of the van, not underneath it. <laughs> you never said that. You said you were picking oh. up the back. Of- I didn't know that. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> That's doubly fucked. Yeah, of course you would have lost your job. You're lucky that I now no longer work there. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Let's hope this you also Scott doesn't listen to this. You're not invited to the 50th anniversary of Turks. Oh, well, I'm no longer a part of the. Um... Yeah, but like you're not even allowed to be invited. Like me and Rogue are invited, but like you're not even allowed. 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what? What? What are they like? Come on, Dylan. Like, what's... Break the news. Well, well, where's it at, Dylan? Oh, I... Where's it at? Well, honestly, I feel like we should be talking about this in private, not on the podcast. It's None not somewhere near us, the... mate. It's not even near us. Like we've where said, where we've said we're from is closer to where we're going. Well, yeah, but yeah, I Everyone don't know. Okay, in Australia knows all right. this place. It's all right. I'll just say it's Jamboree. Oh well, hey, that's really close to ours. Anyone going yeah. to Jamboree, please do not look out for Dylan. And um, do not do not molest us. That would be really not great. I just yeah. want to read out a really nice message we got from uh, a fan. Um, mm-hmm. Really touching, actually. It was from uh, uh, Jeremy. I won't read his last name for legal reasons. Um, he wrote, uh, Hey, check this out. I just got myself a free $500 gift card at Macy's. I'm going to have so much fun. You should get one yourself. Check out the URL below. And then he like, left the link. Um, thanks, Jeremy. We will certainly click on that link um, and uh, and have a yeah, go. Yeah, shout out to Jeremy. I think, uh, I think you should also shout out Jeremy. Does he have like a, a affiliate link on that? Or... Um, yeah, does maybe, he have a Fortnite creator code? Maybe we'll leave his link in the chat, uh, in, in the he's, description for our fans. Like, I, I, I did click on his page because I thought he looked familiar. But I mean, um, the photos he's got on there are really awkward i mean it's got like three different photos but it has like two different people in it i, I don't yeah. i don't understand for some reason he's got your tits out well look yeah. we're gonna have a we're gonna have a um we're gonna have a poll on the side of this on on whatever you're watching so all the fans just vote on the poll that we're definitely gonna have there should we have jeremy on as a guest oh yeah i'm down for that i think so yeah i mean yeah yeah just just type type y for yes and n for yes um, yes, it's weird because Jeremy's got he he follows about twenty five thousand people and he's only got like three followers. So um, yeah, tough luck, and Jeremy. one of them is ours now. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've uh, I've definitely followed Jeremy. Be, yeah, like and subscribe to, to Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, we'll see him at yeah. Jamboree, mate. Yeah. See him at Jamboree. Um, okay, so back to the podcast because that's what we're getting paid to do. Yeah. Um, Hogwarts Legacy. Who's excited for that? That's Going that looks really fucking good. It does. I honestly does. haven't looked at anything of it. Okay. Well, luckily, Dylan, that I do a little bit of uh preparation before I start the podcast, which is nice. So yeah. um 
Hogwarts Legacy looks good, Zach, but it also mm-hmm. sounds better, right? Okay. So it is a single player game. That's that's sadly no there's no multiplayer aspect at all. It's a linear story. So apparently there are uh, you can select what you want to say, sort of take a little darker path if you want to. But no matter what, at the end of the day, you'll probably still become the same hero as everyone else. But you, you might oh can't down. you become the Dark Lord? Fuck. You can't, you can't, but you can cast forbidden spells. Ooh. Ooh yes. You can yes. cast Avada, Kedavra. Um, Expelliarmus. Yep, expel your, <laughs> expel your armus. Um, yep. Right, so it's yeah, it, it, it's, it's an open world game, but it's set in the 1800s, so it's way before Harry, Hermione, and that ginger kid. Um, so, uh, it's, it's not a direct adaptation of the books. It has no sort of like JK Rowling had nothing to do with the game. It's their own adaptation. This is basically the rings of power, but Harry Potter world. So it's their own thing. They're not really following the, the law. I don't think it's going to touch on it or improve it in any way. This is their sort of version of the story as they want to do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you can create your Witcher wizard as best you can. Uh, you can make it whatever you want to be. Um, but if you make it a ginger, then that's not very cool at all. Thanks, Dylan. Um, That's when you get sorted into Hufflepuff. (laughs) Yeah. If you make a ginger, no matter what your Hufflepuff, you can't choose any of the other three, but you can choose your, you can Every time I hear Hufflepuff, I don't know about you guys. I think of the childhood show, HR puff and stuff. (laughs) That's where all the gingers go there. I thought you were going to say, if you choose Hufflepuff, you go into your dorm room or whatever it is. And there's just Snoop Dogg there smoking away going, welcome to Hufflepuff. And then, and it's just cloud of smoke everywhere. That'd be actually kind of cool. That would be um, really good. But, so that's going to be like the opposite of as well. the Rings of Power, where uh, the Rings of Power is getting butchered by a third party. When this is the well, Hogwarts Legacy is going to get unbutchered because it's a third party and not no, related well, to J.K. Rowling. No, well, because it's not exactly Rings of Power. Because it, it, for that to happen, J.K. Rowling would have said, "Okay." This is what happened in that time frame. And they would have gone, oh, cool. Scrunched the paper up and threw it over their right shoulder and then continued to do whatever they wanted to do anyway. But this is purely an empty zone, purely. There's nothing written before or after the exact event of the story. It's their own thing. They can do whatever they want. It's not going to impact the future. It's not going to impact anything. So it's going to be interesting. So what you're Um, saying is Dumbledore's not going to be gay. Well, we could only hope. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, there will be inclusion and there will be diversity, which is fine because I mean it. It it does represent that sort of world, and it's it's nice. It's it's very nice. Um, You can ride a broom um, around. That's your sort of. That's the amount of inclusion I need. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna just gonna mute Dylan for three seconds. Yeah, and also not only that. Uh, uh, back on the whole butchering of rings of power i don't know what you're on about dude amazon amazon did exactly what tolkien would have wanted because if you even read the silmarillion dylan you would have seen that there is a part that says by tolkien quoted 
I would draw some of the great tales in fullness and leave many only placed in the scheme and sketched, which is majority of the second age, Dylan. And the cycle should be linked to a majestic whole and yet leave scope for other minds and hands. So Tolkien loves Amazon for doing what they've done because they did exactly that, Dylan. They took it and butchered it. Yeah, he's doing a standing ovation in his grave right now. 100%. He's so happy I said that and spread the word of the Silmarillion. Was that was that was that before or after he said he hated allegory? I just can't remember the exact paragraph and when he said that. Oh well, but, I don't uh, know. Ask half of TikTok, apparently. Yeah, but um, well, no matter what, they, TikTok, Twitter, you're wrong. Doesn't matter. You're wrong in every way. Um, so, Dylan, this is one of your things because you're a World of Warcraft nut. Um, you can actually tame and mount uh, magical beasts. In the game. Ooh. I would honestly only go for the magical beats and fuck the rest of the game. Uh, you can't have sex in the game, Dylan. So I thought you were about to say I thought you were about to say something else. You'd only fuck the magical beasts and <laughs> the game. I was like, Dylan, I think yeah. you've, uh, it's, it's the only way to play the game, really. That's, a, that's why uh, I play master, games in general. Master gave Dobby a soaky sock. <laughs> crusty this sock, you mean? Crusty Oh, God. oh, that's fair. Dylan, Dylan always turning <laughs> Dylan Morris. Dylan Morris. The other, yeah, the other no, good news good. is that there are no microtransactions at all in this game. That fucking sucks. <sighs> yeah, you can't get all, all, all the costumes for your skin. Yeah, want. What you won't be doing? able to have your Adidas bun bag like you can in Final <laughs> Fantasy Online. You will have to uh, stick to the uh, aesthetic that is the 1800s. Uh, no, you've got to grind for the bum- Adidas bum bag. Well, uh, yeah, could you Legend imagine all the it, emotes? You, have an ash, eh? you could have all the emotes. You'll have kids in the 1800s dabbing. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be yeah. interesting. Yeah. You yeah, could take the dab. In the Quidditch uh, update that they're bringing out in the DLC, one of the celebrations for scoring is dabbing on the haters, which will be like yeah. pretty much the rest. Of the, the, the in before the trolls start Fortnite dancing, yeah. and not only that, if you if you slow down the scene in the Goblet of Fire before Dumbledore comes in and goes, "Harry, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire?" Before you see him do that, you can actually kind of see uh, Harry Potter doing the loser dance because he's just like True. he's put the thing in and he's looking at his like. Um, guys, he's about to verse and he's doing the loser dance like in Fortnite, mm. and that's what pissed off uh, Dumbledore. Yeah, no, he just true. done a hard dab. He tried the goblet. I love how um, that scene is so accurate to the book, where it says silently walks in and whispers to him that he put his name in the goblet of fire, and then it cuts <laughs> to him running and go, "Hurry, did you put your name in the goblet of fire?" <laughs> so, it's uh, very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> he whispers centrally into his ear, Harry, did you put it into the goblet? No, he said, Oh, Harry, did you put your name in the goblet of fire? <laughs> Wasn't it more okay. like the... Yeah, Go- this is... For anyone listening with Kit, if anyone went, wow, the first episode was really good. The Black Adam special was fantastic. And then the third episode, they went off the rails. Like, this is award-winning stuff. Like, we're going to win, like, 
Uh, yeah. We're going to win BAFTAs from this. Yeah, that is true. I can't wait to. I've already, I haven't I've already seen written a speech. I, I haven't heard anything as funny as Amy since Amy Schwimmer's first fucking stand-up comedian. <laughs> job, so her lever special. Yeah, this is pretty good. Now, Taylor, do your joke about men with penises. Come on. Yeah, tell us how many times you've had sex with a man. Yeah, tell me about your vagina quickly, Taylor. Quickly. We <laughs> <laughs> need comedy. Uh... Oh, well, anyway. I couldn't find it the other day. Yeah, I lost my pair of tweezers, so I had to rely on other methods. Yeah. <sighs> um, well, uh, right. what was well, I was playing I... New World the other day, actually, on the on the topic of <laughs> yeah that. I was playing New World the other day, and there was a girl that was talking because it's obviously um, voice chat, and um, guys were going on about teabagging and stuff like that, and she turned around and said, "Don't make me clam slam you," and that was probably the funniest thing I've heard. Uh, instead of teabagging, you've now got clam slamming. So that's the girl's equivalent. You know what word I always want people to use more? What? Clam slam? Clunge. Clunge. It is a good word. Yeah. Well, Google it, Zach, and then don't use incognito mode. Um, (laughs) Right. So I'm going to move it away from video games. Uh, We're going to move on to some really, really, really good news about some uh, comic book movies. Did you guys oh, yeah. hear that uh, James Gunn uh, is now taking his services to DC Comics? Um, Ooh. Yep. And he's going to work alongside um, his sort of regular producing partner, Peter Safran, um, to run an all-new studio called DC Studios, which will replace DC Films at Warner Brothers. And he's going to be heading that. That yeah, is nice. the nice. best and biggest news ever. That just makes the world feel so much more right, especially with Henry Cavill back as Superman. We're sorted. Well, I guess in in theme of like good, exciting news for the future of things in the movie scene and like comic books and all that, one other thing that I wanted to bring up uh, is actually the new animated movie by Warner Bros., which isn't DC, it's Lord of the Rings, The War of Rohirrim. <laughs> now, do you, any of you guys actually know what it is and what it's about? Yes, yes. Definitely. I'm assuming Lord of the Rings. Well, they, so, yeah. it's actually set 183 years before the event of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Well, that's, that's more accuracy is, than Rings of Power ever did. Yeah, and it is the War of Rohirrim telling the story of Helm Hammerhand who's a legendary king of Rohan who must defend against the Dune Lendings, who are Dune Lendings or whatever, which are the humans. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're a human group. And he becomes the namesake, namesake for the stronghold of Helm's Deep. So this could also touch on the building of Helm's Deep. And guess who the animated actor is for Helm Hammerhand? This is Tell actually me. fucking sick. Brian Cox. <laughs> Do you guys know who Brian Cox is? I am Googling it now, just quickly. You'll know exactly who Brian Cox is as soon as you see him. Oh, what? I assume it's not the physicist. No, I'm pretty sure he's in DC as well. I'm pretty sure he's played in DC before. Brian Cox, the the physicist. What? No, (laughs) it's a Scottish actor. (laughs) When you look at Brian Cox. Who? Brian Cox, the Scottish actor. 
The one who can play the X. Yeah, how do you spell his name? Brian Cox. It's it's the second guy. And then Cox. When you say second guy, there's only one guy that turns up. What do you mean? Go go look up IMDb. He'll be there. Ah, oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Brian yep. Cox. I, I yes. do know no, that's Brian Cox. Is. Yes, absolute Chad. So he is playing Helm Hammerhand in Lord of the Rings, The War of Rohirrim. So Jeez. that will be pretty cool. He's a pretty sick looking bloke. I've, uh, All right. Yeah, so, and it's good. It's got helps of Peter Jackson as well. Peter Jackson is joining up and some of Peter Jackson's friends with the writing. And it's also having help from wetter workshops, apparently, with animations and art. Oh, my God. And this is set well, to release in early 2024. So this will be about a year and a half away. So Kenji, Kenji uh, Kamiyama, who's the... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's the director of it. Yep. He did the first episode of um, the Star Wars Visions. Did you guys ever see that? No. Wait, question. Oh, is this, yeah, be- okay, this, is be- this is before Lord of the Rings, yeah? The yep. War of the Hiram. Mm-hmm. They have far before? 183 years. Okay. So I assume Eowyn's probably just a um, voiceover then. No. Eowyn, uh, Eowyn is a future shield maiden of Rohan who narrates the film. She's not actually uh, in the yeah. film. Yeah, that's She's what I, I, I thought it would be. She's voiceovering the film. So it's like... Yeah. Eowyn, the daughter of King Theoden, is telling the story of Helm Hammerhan. Yeah. Who would have been one of her descendants. Or great-great-grandfathers or something like that. Ooh, there's some pretty good um, con- uh, concept art for it. Yeah, it's, it's looking like it's going to be a pretty fucking good movie. So, I reckon this is going to shit on Rings of Power, personally, with, like, accuracy... And they've obviously picked something that isn't really massively covered and isn't an entire fucking second age. So surely there's not much they can really butcher, which is going to be good. Yeah, that will be then, yeah. will be very interesting to watch. Um, yeah. I, I, I do hope that people, when they do listen to this and they hear us shitting on Rings of Power, that we, that, that we really, really, really... It comes uh, from love towards anything yeah, that isn't Rings I, I, of Power. I mean, it comes from admiration and it's like i'm very proud that someone attempted to do the second age it would have been a scary task to be put up with um it's just too bad they did a shit job of it um right did you guys see the new ant-man and the wasp trailer no i did not well there's a new ant-man and wasp movie coming out did you go were you guys aware of this (laughs) i I, will actually i was was aware I did see that they announced it. I just didn't know there was actually a trailer out yet. Have you guys even watched an Ant-Man film yet? I have. I've watched the original. I love Ant-Man and I love the actor that plays Ant-Man because him in role models is absolutely amazing. Okay, but we're talking about him and Ant-Man. Did you see (laughs) Ant-Man and the Wasp, the second film? I have not seen Ant-Man and the Wasp. I've only seen Ant-Man. Because Ant-Man went from being his own character to then being a side character in his own film. So now he's the side character in both of these films. Is he going to be like a background character in this one? Possibly. It'll be the See, part of every what joke. what pisses me off is no one actually fucking likes Wasp. 
everyone likes Ant-Man. So why the fuck do you make a movie and put Wasp as the main person? Well, I don't know. She's got a really She's leaving nice the first way in the title. She's, she's got a really she's nice got a good now. Oh, that's fine. No, 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 yeah, no, she, she's got the Justin Bieber 2009 haircut. Oh, well, that fixes everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can now be happy and excited, so that's good. 100%. 100%. I actually did, did see a meme of it today. I'll try and find it. Okay, please, well, please waste right. time and let Zach and yeah. I... Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have fill, a quick one-minute intermission as Dylan looks for a, a, a meme. Everyone go grab yourself a drink. Uh, and a, yeah, a, I found a it, by the way. And, um, oh, okay. Now everyone continue oh, good, grabbing yep. a drink and popcorn while we go and look at this meme that he's just sent us. So, yeah. <laughs> so I don't even get it. I don't get it. Is this fucking okay. Shark Boy Let- and Lava Girl? Yeah. Well, worse. It looks it's... like Spy Kids 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh my it's... god. Yeah. It is 100% Spy <laughs> Kids 3. <laughs> I'm four years old like it. Oh, the oh, colours and everything. Enough. Oh my god. So now That's we just know plagiarism right there. rest in peace, rest his soul, has stolen Ant-Man. <laughs> really oh, hitting the bottom of the barrel god. now, aren't they? Yeah. Oh Look. my god. Spy Kids was a great movie. Not as good as Bridge to Terabithia. But let me just quickly look up who's producing uh, this show because maybe they did uh, Spy Kids 3. If I can connect Spy Kids well, 3. Not only that, did you guys see that the House of Dragon has scenes that share almost identically with Shrek? I mean, have you seen um, it? You know, when the no. dragon breaks into the church, everyone's clapping. Then there's Donkey riding the dragon in the church. And it's literally, I'm not even fucking joking, scene for scene, exactly the same as Shrek in in the House of Dragon. It is hilarious. So, really? yeah, it, it I'm not joking. It, it was scene for scene. It looked like copy and paste IRL version of Shrek. It was awesome. Hey, Taylor, I, I heard you liked Dune. I did like Dune. Look what I should put in the chat. Dune I have not watched yet, but Dune looks pretty good. Just everything just rips off Spy Kids. Okay, well, it's it's just depicting, again, Spy Kids uh, with Dune. So it's got uh, a scene where you've got, obviously, oh, God, even the ships. No, but you can't do that to Dune because Dune was fucking amazing and it was written well before Spy Kids, so... It's so was Spy Kids, though. Amazingly written. Amazingly. Just amazing yeah, in general. Look, I'm more of a Shark Boy Lava Girl kind of guy. But yeah. Personally. Well, it's made by the same people, so top tier at both. Yeah, Just the best I, developers, I, really. Yeah. I think, um, what's it called? When Galadriel was trying to calm down the son of the random Southlander that had the sword, she should have sung the. Close your eyes, shut your mouth, and then a dream it out. Dream, 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 dream. The Lava Girl song. Yeah, 100%. I reckon that would have fit perfectly with Amazon's depiction of Tolkien. Oh, yeah, 100%. They should have. <laughs> okay, so I can't quite connect it too much, but the director, Robert Rodriguez, for Spy Kids 3D, mm-hmm. uh, did actually work on... Um, the book of boba fett so i mean we're close did he oh, actually he did he did 
Oh, so, okay, that's why they'll shit then. Then that's almost like a hundred percent confirmed that it was stolen. Yeah. Wow, that's um, that's insane. You heard it. You heard it here. First, heard it here first, folks. folks yeah. But um, yeah, yeah that that's that's mad. So Spy Kids three is the godfather of many things. Is essentially what we've discovered. Yeah, basically, yeah. when you look, yeah. Uh, it's pretty fucking insane. Maybe we could link Tolkien and Spy Kids. Yeah, yeah, maybe really tried hard enough. Well, I'm just going through all the producers. Um, okay, I've hit the Weinstein uh, part of it. <laughs> Those are always uh, the good ones, aren't they? <laughs> uh, no. As long no. as it's not the Epsteins, I think. <laughs> no, the Weinsteins are pretty bad as well. Though. <laughs> what is what is up with the fucking Steins? Seriously. The, the- did they film, film the Rings of Power on his island or something, did they? Oh, <laughs> oh God. Oh, God. But yeah, like, I genuinely think, this. Is, I reckon this is going to be our most well-reciprocated podcast because this one's beautifully designed, beautifully organized. It's got a perfect format. Um, and I really want people to leave reviews on this one to really let us know what you thought of how we've organized this podcast. Because I would put this on par with a lot of other things, personally. Um, yeah, I mean, the emails are flooding in at the minute. Um, mm. Has our Italian viewer got back to us yet? Uh, no, no, he is... Um, yeah, he, No, he's not. Yeah. No, no. Well, that's, uh, that's not good. Well, on that note, I think Dylan's got some more to say. Um, Dylan, World of Warcraft, mate. What have you got for us? Um, well, n- well, nothing much. Like as I said, like the new pre-patch is. Give us a um, review. Give us the oh, Dylan Morris forklift certified. Oh, sorry, uh, fortified forklift driver. Fortified, yeah. Fortified review. <laughs> well, I- I'm quite enjoying it. Like the new talent tree system in it is actually like really in depth. Like it actually feels like you can make a hybrid spec. Through like um, how I've got the um, my unholy DKs, you could you get like three trees mm-hmm. in the unholy tree, and it's essentially one's frost, one's blood, and one's unholy. And essentially, when you make an unholy, uh, an unholy, you get one free in the unholy tree, yep. which is to summon your ghoul. But then you can also go to the other trees as well. Okay, so. It's. Do you think it's more complicated than the original talent system, or less complicated? It's. I'd say yes. But, but do you see it being it's... streamlined, like as in there's only one path that's actually good to take? I'm not quite sure yet because you get like there's two talent trees you get, like you get your class one and then you get a spec yeah. one, and you get alternating that. Uh, points every time you level. Like one level you get one for your class, the next one you'll get one for your spec. But okay. it's you're sort of trying to micromanage like, oh yeah, how you want your class in the long run. It's like, oh yeah, I need some health regen, get that. But then like if you're doing unholy, like one of the first things you get is to get a um, bonus if you use an ability. But yep. to get that ability you need to go into the other side of the skill tree. Okay. So you sort of need to like min max 
going sort of all around the tree to get what you want. Yeah. But this is only from the context of me being level 23 and not so max. So is but... the only real update that they've brought with the pre-patch, is it only the talent tree systems or is there other well, things that have been added? Well, there's the um, new interactive... You are uh, Well, there's the new interactive... Like, you can click like F to talk to the NPCs or interactive items. Yep. I'm not really a fan of it. I've tried it. It's not really that great. Yeah, okay. Like, you, it seems to, like, accept quicker than just right-clicking on them. But, yeah, like, okay. you sort of need to find, like, an extra key on your uh, computer if you're not using it for something else. Like, if you've hooked, like, enough. F and something to, uh, like, run or use an ability, you're sort of fucked. Okay, so the interaction key is odd. Yes. Okay. Um... And the new the the new UI is fucking mm-hmm. smick. I am okay. actually really oh, liking it. I actually have not seen the new UI. That's pretty. So the UI actually legitimately changes depending on what faction you are. Ooh, if you're okay. Alliance, you get Griffins. If you're Horde, you get Hippogriffs. Not Hippogriffs, okay. Wyverns. I was going to say. Yep. Um, okay. So yeah, you don't is need. It, is like, it like very different? Does it look modern? Yes. It looks so much more clean. Looks so much better. You don't need Bagnon, so you don't need to go get mods to get up. Yeah, I do know that they're a big part of this was them trying to limit add-ons, like the the need for add-ons. Yeah, so like you don't need Bagnon, you don't need Bartender. Has the questing Um, UI changed at all? No. The skill, the spec, and that one's changed. That's changed massively. Mm. That's I would have pretty much really liked right to see them change the questing UI. I think the questing UI needs a fancier update. And the op- the options menu has changed. That's changed okay. quite a lot. Um, I was confused with it at first. Oh, yeah, there was actually Hillbot. You don't need it anymore. Oh, okay. That's that's a good it's, one. Cause... It's got a different kind of macro system. So you can like click on people and it'll actually use that ability on them. Okay. Awesome. And you can like fully um like design it to how you would like it. Yeah, okay. I like that. So I'd need to test with it, see if it works on like offensive abilities, so you can like left click on a target and it will all use a spell on them. Yeah. Um or right click. Um okay. that's pretty good. But like from what it shows you, you can do like healing spells. Like you can click on a teammate and it will heal them. Yeah, awesome. Well, there, there was one thing I wanted to say um, n- as an announcement, like now that we've touched on a bit of World of Warcraft, as an announcement for the, like the next podcast. Actually, it's not the next one, is it? It would probably be released as not the next podcast, but the podcast after us, so episode four. We're actually going to do a guest podcast. So, And that guest podcast is going to be a guest in the community of Lord of the Rings. He's pretty big on Instagram, uh, and he's known for having one of the most insane collections of Lord of the Rings memorabilia, uh, you know, statues, figures, custom items, and that's N2Darkness, Andrew, from Instagram. And um, that's going to be pretty. That's going to be a pretty interesting podcast because we're going to be able to see our capabilities to host a guest and not be so bantery and he's from america so our humor could clash and that could be very interesting 
So, and, you know, I would like to apologize for having an absolutely mayhemic, banterish podcast, but I think, you know, sometimes it's it's good to have a very jokey oh, podcast I, I, episode. I, and I know the fans know that we know that they know that we're just kidding at the end of the day. This, this, yeah. this is all for humor. I don't, I don't, I don't absolutely hate Rings of Power. No. No, it's okay. I actually, I'm watching it. I'm enjoying watching it. Yeah. I just, it's a, yeah, there's you, things I just don't like. That's all. You it's don't absolutely hate. You fucking detest it. It's a four out yeah, of ten. Honestly, I mean, I'm not, actually, I'm not. It's not even Rings of Power I dislike. To be honest with you, it's actually just more the, the, the amount of content creators that I genuinely think are being paid, to sway their opinion that piss me off. I mean, like the, the, amount the, of, the amount of Rings the, of Power positiveness on TikTok is is a bit like annoying because it's a lot of what they say is genuinely <clears throat> disrespectful to Tolkien because he's not alive to defend that opinion. So they just I really mean, shouldn't put words in his mouth. You could just um, bring up the freaking super fans. What do you mean? And that's good enough for you. Like the super fans haven't freaking watched it from what I can see. Yeah, I know, which is great. I just, I really, really dislike that people are on TikTok trying to put words in Tolkien's mouth and Christopher Tolkien's mouth. Like they would have wanted this. They would have liked this. Uh, blah blah blah. It's like they're not alive to make that opinion and to question that opinion. So don't t- don't even mention it. It's not yeah. up for debates. You don't know that and don't mention it. I don't hate the yeah. show. I hate the people that are trying to pub give it publicity in a really shitty way of doing it. That's why I'm ripping on it. Yeah, and and at the end of the day, it is a Lord of the Rings project, and we love Lord of the Rings. We're huge yeah. nerd, nerd fans, so we it, it'll be a respectful chat with this uh, with this gentleman. And I mean, I think we well, can handle an interview pretty yeah, well. So well, maybe we let me do the talking, and you two shut up. Well, to be fair, with N two Darkness, from what I've heard from him, he does not like the show. Interestingly enough, I'll give you a little teaser to N two Darkness for those. No, 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 no teaser. Let him no, do no, his no, own talk. No, 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 not that. No, no, not that. I'm going to say one thing about him, which he's told me, is he doesn't actually like that. He doesn't know the lore of Lord of the Rings. He doesn't care. Or he's watched a bit of Rings of Power, wasn't a fan of it. He's very unique in the sense that he genuinely only really likes the Peter Jackson trilogy. So his entire collection is based off the trilogy movie itself. Every prop replica he has, 100%. I've spoken to him about it. Every prop replica he's done, everything he's built himself is all based off of this stuff from the movies. And that's what he really enjoys. He hasn't really touched on lore. So there's nothing wrong with that. No, but that's what I mean. It's going to be a very interesting guest because he's a unique guy in the Lord of the Rings space. Well, that's fantastic. So, and, well, and I'm a big fan of him. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, I mean, I genuinely can't wait to. Yeah, I mean, he, the stuff he does is freaking amazing. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I can't wait to have a chat and see where 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 his passion came from. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And if if anyone doesn't know him, I do advise you to go check out his Instagram before the podcast because he has done some amazing things. Um, and one of those is rebuilding the entire Bilbo table set. So Bilbo's chair oh, he's wow. currently making. He's done Bilbo's drawing table. He's got every prop. He's made everything on the table. Uh, besides the book, he actually bought the replica book. But he's made everything on it, and he has videos on it all on his Instagram as well as his collection. It's absolutely insane. What's his so, uh, What's his Instagram? Just for and, the viewers. And for Nathan, two darkness, the number two. So N2 Darkness. Lovely. And yeah, 
so he's he's definitely going to be on it and you know this could be the first of many um i guess content creators within the space that we interview maybe if this goes yeah. really well i think we should try and get someone who is very rings of power orientated and we will not bombard them three on one we will have taylor versus them because he's probably the one that's most against it and i'll be there asking the questions and dylan can ask the questions and we let those two discuss it as it's not fair to be three on one but i think it'd be really good to get someone on that has a really positive light in the in the community on rings of power to see what their opinions are and let them speak about it to us well, that was good i mean i've got i've got tons of celebrities emailing me on a daily basis wanted to get on so yeah I mean, I, I I did tell him. I said, "Look, mate, we're flat out. We're flat six. Yeah, we're pretty booked years. out for a while. Mm. So. Yeah, if we could get one of the um, super fans on, that would be lovely. Yeah, they're, they're busy, mate. They're, they've got so many other gigs on, uh, promoting things they've got no idea about because they got to do all the research first, just quickly in like yeah. a week's notice. Um, their their acting like, careers are probably massively oh, filled up as well. So, one hundred percent. And I mean, yeah, uh, someone someone threw him a thesaurus that had about two pages. Uh, in it and it just had um, yeah a lot of inclusivity wording um, and that was but yeah I think I was gonna say I also think that I know we've been very banter heavy this podcast but I think that's actually probably a good thing to do this early on because it allows us to gauge what everyone watching enjoys if they enjoy our more serious breakdowns on things where we do like you know a little bit of banter at the beginning and we get into the seriousness and we talk about everything or if people enjoy us just being our humorous dickhead selves. This is probably the podcast that is genuinely most accurate to how we are with each other when we're just chilling out. We're very bantery and all that type of stuff. So I think it's a good way to to show what we're like and our humor. And if people really enjoy that, then awesome. We can do it more. And if you guys enjoy the other stuff of us being more law heavy and stuff like that, then let us know. We, We can do more of that too. Awesome. Well, I reckon we should definitely set up a stream. Um, maybe we can do a stream maybe Sunday night or something like that uh, and do... Um, war in the north? Yeah, war in the north. I think it'd be good. Yeah, we could do war in the north. That'd be good. Me as the me as the ranger, Zach as the dwarf, and Dylan... Uh, the pretty the, elf. As the pretty elf. I mean, it's only, it's only fitting, so... Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll probably end up doing the stream on my Twitch since I'm the one that's set up on Twitch. So if you do want to yeah. watch it, then... Shout um, out to Dr. Brownington. Yeah, go to Dr. Underscore Brownington on Twitch if you want to watch us do it live. And yeah, we'll, we'll probably do that on Sunday night at some point. So yeah. Sounds very and, good. Uh, um, thing is, uh, I think we're going to close it out with... Um, we're going to let someone who never really gets to sign the podcast out We'll let them sign out this time and um, right. pass it over to uh, Fortified Circle of Driver Dylan Morris. Sign us out, Dylan. Sign us out, mate. Of course, he'd bring it back to me again. Um, well, Megan you've had a whole mate, week. But, uh, you've had a whole week yeah. to prepare your sign out, so surely you've two weeks. Yeah, I was, I was, I was dreading it really. Yeah, <laughs> two right, two so weeks in practice. What do you got? Yep. Um, thank you for listening to our podcast. Um, it, this has been Dylan, the fortified forklift driver. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what else do you want from me? Just, just sign us out, mate. No, well, I just just make sure that you are thanking the fans for listening. Yeah, uh, yeah of course I'm thankful to them. I, I'm no, well, don't tell me, tell them. <laughs> oh, oh. Dylan, you're resisting arrest, mate. If you don't fucking hurry up, I'm going to have to cuff you up. <laughs>
Uh, or f- thanks to all, what I didn't say. I said thanks to all the people listening. Didn't don't, I? Don't, you didn't. Again, don't tell me. Tell no, them. No, oh, I said that. I said that was the first thing I tell, said before. Tell them that you're telling them. Okay. Thank you, all the listeners, to listening to our podcast, and I would be lovely to lis- uh, let you listen to us again <laughs> and hear your feedback. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Did he just say, I would be lovely to... <laughs> Shut the... <laughs> My back problems are kicking in. Leave your life. Oh. Oh. Alright, Dylan. Final message. Sign us out. Yeah, actually... No, yeah, mate. It's on you now. No, no, like, just, like, the final word. Like, it yeah, just, just, just the final word the final so I can word. end it. So I can hit stop and we'll just, just close it out. Uh, um, well... On that note, um, I will put it towards Zach to no, uh, close no, us no, off. No, no. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Just this once, I'm going to give you a hall pass. But next week, I expect a, a full written speech executed with no back problems included. Okay, so I will sign us out from myself, Zach, the uh, HVAC technician certified Cert 3 in air conditioning and refrigeration from the New South Wales Department of Education and the fortified circlift driver, Dylan Morris. Don't forget Elden Lord, the Elden Lord Taylor Brown. Well, don't forget Dylan's other name, uh, Rasputin, Australia's greatest love machine. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's also it, uh, aka Hodor. And we would like to thank you all for tuning into our very special episode of lord of the rings uh the green dragon pod and uh the next episode will be out at the same time that this is released every single week and be excited for our first guest podcast coming up and we're signing out from australia down under thanks for watching